The following is a presentation of A's Cast, your free 24-7 nonstop destination for A's baseball. It's time to go inside the front office of the Athletics with the general manager of the A's, David Forst. Here now is the David Forst Show with Chris Townsend. All right, it's now time for the general manager show. David Force, your general manager of the Oakland Athletics, joins us here on A's Cast and A's Cast Live. David, how are you? I'm good, Chris. How's everything going? Everything is going good. And uh, I don't know if this has ever happened. And when we talk about A's history, it obviously goes all the way back to Philadelphia and Kansas City. But I know in your career, 16 games in 13 days. Wow, you got to be proud of your guys. Without a doubt. I talked to Bob before uh, before the game Wednesday in Colorado about what a grind it has been and um, the travel, the double headers, the brutal air up in Seattle. Um, you know, there were there were a lot of things uh, that our guys had to work through and come away from that trip with a 500 record to, to sneak out that win the last day in Colorado was huge. So I, I know everybody enjoyed the off day yesterday, but just a great effort by our whole group to get through that stretch. You know, I know the air quality was horrible, and a lot of people have questioned the decisions of Major League Baseball and whether they should have played or not. But then I also think about if you don't play that game, then you're talking about, what, three straight doubleheaders to end the season right before the playoffs start? That would have not been good. Yeah, no, that, that was an option. It was also, also would have been an option to go back there on Thursday or, or yesterday to play the doubleheader instead. As we now know, the air wasn't that much better, so it's possible they would have had to come here for a doubleheader. I mean, it's tough. I mean, you don't want to when, – when guys' health is at risk, you don't want to, you know, think that just playing the games or scheduling is that important. Um, you know, MLB did the best they could that day with the information available, and, and obviously Seattle had not dealt with that before the way we had for a couple of weeks. So they weren't necessarily prepared. Um, so I, look, they learned from it. They obviously moved the rest of the Mariners games out of there for the rest of the week. Uh, and like I said, at the top, I'm just glad, I'm glad our guys were able to battle through it. Well, I think about what you just said and, and, and I believe it to be true. Major League Baseball is doing the best job they can. I mean, we're dealing with scenarios, you know, especially with the A's, I mean, whether it's social injustice, it's COVID-19, a hurricane may hit Houston, it's now air quality. I mean, you guys, are you're doing the best you can. I mean, this, this is such uncharted territory for you guys. It's not like, there's not like they said, here's the game plan for 2020, good luck. <laughs> no, nobody had this game plan in mind. And, and look, I mean, our situation may pale in comparison to the Cardinals who missed two entire weeks. And had, they had to put together a schedule for those guys. They're still playing doubleheaders to, to you know, get, get out of that hole. So, um, yeah, again, you know, players' health has been important every step along the way. And uh, there's no great answer to some of these questions. And the fact, again, we're here, 10 games to go. does seem like almost everybody in the, in the game is going to get to that 60-game mark miraculously, you know, barring something the next week. So, uh, yeah, here we are. I don't know if you've ever run a marathon. Cody and I have never run one, and uh, we're never going to. But I got a feeling this is like the marathon where you finally look ahead and you can kind of see the crowd. You can kind of see the finish line. I think it's got to feel like that, far different from any season you've been involved with. 
Yeah, I, well, look, first of all, I'm with you and Cody. I, I'm not running. Anymore, so I'm not not much of a big runner. Um, so I don't know that feeling. But yeah, we can see the finish line. It's, you know, it's a little ironic because this was a season that was supposed to be a sprint to, you know, to 60 games. And it is it is felt more like uh, more like a much longer season than all the ones that came before. But um, but we can see the finish line. Obviously, uh, a number of things are going to change next week when uh, when the protocols change for the postseason. We're you know we're going to go into a hotel while we're at home. Uh, families are going to have to go into quarantine in order to participate. There's a lot of there's a lot of new protocols coming in next week that our staff is now dealing with. So as much as we can see the finish line, there's there's still a ways to go to get to next Sunday. I'm so glad you said it. It's like. I'm trying to explain it to people. I'm like, yeah, it's only 60 games, but it feels like I, and, and I'm only broadcasting, right? I'm walking basically from my house into my garage where my home studio is and I'm exhausted. And I'm thinking about how many pre and post game shows. I mean, I'm running out of things to say. I can't even imagine what it's like for these players. Yeah. Well, they, I mean, you could see it a little bit in, uh, in Colorado. They were, they were gassed. And that's, like I said, why it was, it was great for them to push through and fires come up huge with a six inning start for us um, to get that win, but they, they were gassed. So I'm hoping, uh, hoping they all hit the juvenation machine yesterday a little bit and that we get the bats going here against the giants this weekend. You know, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned fires cause I'm really bullish on him. And I, and I, and I know you and Billy don't listen to the show, but I've been like, okay, Mike fires now as an A has a record of 26 and eight. Mike fires in the games he starts. The A's are 38 and 14. You start talking about his winning percentage and your guy's winning percentage when he pitches. I mean, the numbers speak for itself how good he's been for you guys. No doubt. Yeah, he uh, he finds a way, and uh, and none more so than that that start on Wednesday. Kind of gutted it out, pitching in a tough place, and. Um, yeah, but he has it since we made that trade back in August a couple of years ago and kind of, you know, kind of late signing him to a free agent contract in December following year. He just he goes out there every time you hand him the ball. And, and you know, like you said, the, the record speaks for itself. Tommy Lastella, I said this the other day on the postgame show, and I mean, no offense to anybody else, but wouldn't you say since he has come over, he has been your best player? He has uh, no doubt about it. He's and. and Considering the guys we've lost since he came over here, his presence has been so huge. And hitting one or two in the order, constantly setting the table, being able to go from second base to third base, um, he's been incredibly valuable in just, I mean, what's it been? It hasn't even been three weeks, I don't think. So, um, yeah, he's been huge. And then I think it's Jake Lamb. I mean, right now you're on a roll right now, David. Like everything <laughs> you're doing is because let, let's be honest, when, when, when you're in this business long enough, how long you've been it, how long Billy Bean's been in it. I mean, you're talking about human beings. You're going to win some and you're going to lose some just right now as a front office. We'll get to Lamb in a second. You guys, you guys are making some moves and they're working. Yeah. I mean, Tommy's Tommy's been great. Obviously minor throwing the, the, Complete game shutout Monday. Mike's done a nice job. He'll get another start here coming up soon. So, yeah, you you know you make the moves with you hope you know the right information and the right process, and um, and then you got to plug in a human being, and you never know how it's going to translate. And guys guys don't all react the same to being traded or to come into a new place. I mean, Tommy spent his entire 
um, you know, not as, you know, I'm sorry, it was actually, um, it was Jake who had spent his entire career with Arizona, but, you know, Tommy was with just a couple teams before he came here. But yeah, when I talked to Jake, he, you know, he's been with Arizona his whole career. He's been designated, never gone through that before. And you just, you don't know exactly how a guy's going to respond. And, and, you know, when a guy like Jake comes in and makes an immediate impact, it certainly eases that transition. Yeah, he's only hitting 455 with a home run and a couple RPIs. It's just, it just, it really shows you how crazy this game is mentally. Like, switch a guy to a new city, switch a guy, and and not even new. I mean, he's going to Colorado to meet up with the A's. Put a new uniform on him. Hit the reset button. This just shows what how crazy this game is mentally where you can take a guy who couldn't buy a hit and now he now you put him on your team david and, he, and he's hard to get out yeah he, he look there's too much talent there uh and too much track record for him to uh really have been the guy that that arizona had he he now has as many hits with us as he had the entire season with the diamondbacks and and maybe it is just something as as simple as hitting the reset button and he he told me that you know there were five or six days he was out after having been designated he went and worked out a ton in arizona went and hit in the cage for hours just to try and work on his game and then shows up in seattle and he, he's got all zeros across the board essentially so it's it's a huge mental boost for some guys when that happens so we've been talking in the post-game show, and I've been getting callers because obviously the first round, I mean, hopefully you clinch tonight. You win, Seattle loses, you'll clinch. And then, of, of course, the division then hosts the series at home. But when you start looking forward, you're going to need three starters. And then after that, well, I'll have a question after this, but how do you start evaluating who those three should be for the wild card series? Well, it's something we've talked about already for the last week, week and a half. I mean, you don't want to get too far ahead of yourself, obviously. And, and Bob is Bob is certainly not up for that conversation until we have some certainty. But you got to do your, you know, do your research and look at how guys have pitched over the last few weeks. And, and uh, you know, we, we will look at the matchups at some point, but we probably won't know, you know, once we get in, we won't know who we're playing until the last couple of days because that, you know, the, all those spots have kind of switched around a little bit. So, um, you know, we start the conversation, we start doing the research. You talk to Emo and Bob about how guys are handling their their last few starts, and like you said, you you need three starters for the wild card round, but uh, it very quickly turns back into a five man rotation if you're lucky enough to get through the wild card round. So nobody's really out of the mix. And I don't know how you feel. I love it because it's always kind of bugged me that we play one way for 162 games and then switch it for the playoffs because no other sport does that. And, and it's not like a football. They, you know, you play the season and all of a sudden you're going to play one. I mean, it's just, it's just, it drives me nuts. So, I mean, when you start looking at no days off for the ALDS and the ALCS, I, you, you're going to need, right, all hands on deck? Yeah, it's a, diff- it's a different animal for the bullpen too. I mean, we've seen – how important bullpens have been in the postseason, you know, maybe going all the way back to the, the Royals of 2014 and 15, where, you know, teams try to shorten a game to five innings and then you go with a power bullpen. You're not going to be able to use guys five days in a row this postseason. And in, in other years, you always get that off day. Uh, but not only are you going to need a full complement of starters, you're, you're going to have to manage your bullpen like you do during the season. Um, and you're right. It is, it, it turns into a little bit of a different game. I mean, you built, one team for the for the long haul in the regular season, and then 
kind of need to switch gears a little bit and, and have a different team for the postseason. That that may not be the case this year. Yeah, the whole, well, I mean, the World Series will go back to standard because of television, but the ALDS and ALCS, it's not like Randy Johnson's not coming out of the bullpen or Madison Bumgarner for this, right? I mean, this is, we're going to be playing basically standard baseball. Yeah, I think, I mean, look, you'll see with, with series on the line, whether it's game three of the, the wild card round or game five, you're still going to see some crazy stuff where, you know, a starter wants to come back on one day rest and pitch out of the pen. Just, I mean, you may see some of that just because guys know what's on the line. And if you can get to the next round, you do whatever it takes. But in general, it's going to be a lot more like regular season games. You know, a lot of people are, are wondering, okay, you know, who's the game? Everybody wants to talk game one. And I've just given you uh, stats for Mike Fires. The other guy that I'm real bullish on, and I'm so happy for because everything that he went through and he's healthy. Chris Bassett, who's going for you tonight, who's four and two with a 2.92 ERA. I mean, he comes at you with arms and legs. He's like a prey manis. I mean, and he's got just, he's got really good stuff. Just talk about the year that he has had for you guys. Well, I feel the same way you do. I'm, I'm incredibly happy for Chris and, and what he, you know, the rehab he went through, he spent some time in the minor leagues, you know, maybe he was going to be a reliever when he came back. Um, and he, he kind of pitched really well under the radar last season. I don't think many people uh, outside of those who watch this team every day had any idea how well he pitched last year. Um, but he has been, he's been our, probably our most consistent guy from day one here. And, uh, and absolutely, he's, he's very much in that conversation. Right? The reality is all six of our starters right now, including, and I include Mike Miner in that, uh, all six of those guys are candidates to go out there in a playoff game. And hopefully that's the kind of deep, deep rotation that makes a difference. When you talk about the rotation, how much does it factor in guys that you know can come out of the bullpen and be comfortable versus guys you know, if they had to come out of the bullpen, they'd be a disaster. I'm not sure that with a 28-man roster, that's as big a deal, to be honest. I mean, we're going to have we're going to have the same deep bullpen we have now. I mean, if you're, you know, previous years, you're in the postseason with 25 guys, you you may think about who who your uh, your starters are that can pitch out of the pen versus not. But with a you know 28 28 guys, either 14 or 15 pitchers. Um, you're probably going to, you know, you're going to need the starters. You're going to figure everybody can, can mix in somehow. And, uh, and heck, in a three-game series, you might see a tandem out there for, for one of those games to get two starters. And you, I don't know. So, um, again, yeah, historically, we've talked a lot about, you know, there were some starters here who we didn't think could adapt well, but this is a, this is a little different group. So we'll, we'll have to see how it plays out. Let's end on this. How big was the day off yesterday? And then how big will the day off be on Monday for your guys? For sure. Huge. I mean, yeah, we spent, we spent so much time talking about that grind and what they went through. And uh, I know, I know coming home on that flight Wednesday night, they all couldn't wait to, to sleep all day yesterday. And then, you know, put in three good days of work here and get another day off Monday. Cause like I mentioned, you know, some, some things are changing Tuesday. We're, we're, we're testing every day. We're in hotels. When we come back from that LA trip, our guys have to be in a hotel here in Bay area. They can't, they can't go back to their own residences. So part of the, part of the MLB protocols change, they're going to be in a hotel basically as long as they're still playing. So um, that day off Monday is going to be kind of their last, their last breath before things get real. Wow. 
unbelievable. David, once again, you guys are doing a great job. I mean, everything that that you've been through, that Bob's been through, and the, and, and the players, and just, you know, hanging in there and, and getting through this so far, uh, what a job you guys have really done. You guys should be very proud of your work. I appreciate it, Chris. And we are, uh, we're holding our breath here for a, a fun weekend against the Giants. See if we can't uh, take care of some business. Great stuff. We'll talk to you next week. Okay. See ya. The David Force Show right here on A's Cast and A's Cast Live. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.